Good day and welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, I'm glad you've joined us. Many businesses in Michigan are reopening this week for the first time in months. Governor Gretchen Whitmer ended the stay-at-home order and has lifted many restrictions on businesses across the vast majority of the state. Restaurants, bars, libraries, drive-in movie theaters, and more kinds of businesses are now opening with capacity limits and other precautions in place. Here to talk about the decision to ease the restrictions and where we go from here is Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Governor, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Good to be with you. Yes. Uh, So I want to start here with a a bunch of headlines that I've seen over the last couple of days that suggest there is a new surge of coronavirus cases that is coming from states that had reopened a few weeks ago. How How does that news fit into the idea that we are just now opening up here in Michigan? Are we moving too fast? Are we making a mistake? So obviously with a novel virus, we're all learning an incredible amount every single day. Each decision that we've made here in Michigan has been driven by the data and the epidemiology with the consultation of our chief medical executive, Dr. Jenny Caldoun, and some of the greatest minds in science at the University of Michigan uh, and across the country, frankly. We have uh, taken this incremental step forward based on what we're seeing in terms of hospitalizations and positive COVID cases, what we're doing in terms of building up our tracing capabilities and our procurement of PPE, and in conjunction with our our healthcare and and business um, consult, you know, people that are giving me counsel. Um, And we feel like this is now, these are safe steps to take, but What we do know and watching what's happening in other states and studying what had happened in 1918 and seeing what's going on around the world with COVID-19 now, uh, it's really important that we don't let our guard down. And so as we re-engage, we have to be really smart about it, wearing our masks, trying to maintain that six feet of separation, not congregating in groups and enclosed spaces. All of these are really important aspects. And as People are getting exhausted with this and and having made this enormous sacrifice. We just want to make sure that people stay smart and stay safe as we re-engage. And that's going to be really important to avoid what we're seeing play out in other states. So what if the cases begin to rise again after this reopening in a few weeks? Or if we start to see surges that reflect... Uh, the the demonstrations, the large demonstrations we've seen in places like Detroit over the last few weeks. What what's the plan look like if we did move too fast, or if the virus is is behaving differently than we than we anticipated, and we get another surge? Well, we've been very clear at every step of the way that we're going to have to be in a position to dial up to re-engage or dial back if we have to disengage. Um, if the if the numbers are telling us that we have got growth that is happening and it's uncontrolled, um, that it's exponential, then we're going to have to take steps backward. It's our hope not to have to do that. And that's why building up on the public health side has been so important, uh, doing the increased testing every day, building out our tracing capabilities. What we have seen in some parts of our state that we're watching very closely the flood in Midland, we had some people come from out of state to help, and we're grateful for help, but they brought COVID-19 with them. We were able to quickly track 
um, and trace who was impacted by it and try to isolate. Uh, we would have preferred if they would have quarantined here in Michigan, but they traveled home. Uh, we've seen people come from out of state into Traverse City and bring COVID-19 with them. And so our public health capabilities are vastly different than they were just 10 weeks ago when we didn't have PPE or test kits or um, any of the capabilities that we've now have built up in that in that short period of time. We've done an incredible amount of work. So we're in a different position, but we're going to have to be nimble and we're going to have to follow the science and I'm working very closely with the heads of our colleges and community colleges and institutions across Michigan so that we have got real-time data that we're working with. And um, that's something that we've had to be very clear with folks. And that's why it's so important we keep doing everything that we have been wearing masks. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but (laughs) this is going to have to be a new uh, way of living for a while until there's a vaccine. So, so I, I was out and about a little bit this week in, in public, and and of course happy to be doing that, and happy to be seeing people and and interacting. Uh, I I was a little worried though about the co- compliance with things like mask wearing and social distancing in 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 some places. I wonder what you make of the messaging and how effective it has been about the need to still be very careful about how, how we do things. Do you, do you feel like there is a significant amount of compliance uh, going on or, or are you worried that, that people saw the end of the stay-at-home order as the end of the crisis? Well, I am worried. I think, you know, every um, <laughs> everyone should be concerned about that. It's a very real possibility. And so as I participated in a march last week in Detroit, you know, the vast majority of us were wearing masks. We couldn't always maintain the six feet of distance, but there's ample use of hand sanitizer, and we were refraining from the hugs and, and high fives and handshakes we usually uh, greet each other with because we really wanted to do it as responsibly as we could to raise our voices and to engage in that way, but also to be responsible and keep people safe. This is, as I said, is a a cultural change for us, and it's not always going to be easy, but it's really important that uh, we continue to uh, conduct ourselves in the way we're asking others to, that we set a high standard for one another, and that we continue to uh, protect one another. We've done an incredible amount of work. We've made real sacrifice, and we don't want that to have been made in vain. And that's why we got to just continue being smart. Mm. Uh, I know you have got to run, Governor, but before I, I let you go, I really would love to get your reaction to the protests that we've seen here in Detroit and now around the metro region. Uh, and, of course, they reflect what's going on all across the country. You have uh, been someone who's been really focused on uh, creating opportunities to talk about uh, inequality. Uh, you created a task force after uh, it was clear that that African Americans were disproportionately affected by COVID nineteen to look into health disparities. Uh, this suggests we need much broader action. What is going through your mind in terms of what might happen, what might be possible uh, at the government level because of because of what we're seeing? Well, I think, you know, to in this moment to see these demonstrations occurring, not just in Michigan, not just in the United States, but around the globe in reaction to um, the video footage of, of the killing of George Floyd, um, they're uh, diverse. They are 
focused on uh, solutions here. This is a long time in coming. George Floyd um, is the most recent and one of the most graphic because of the video footage, and it's inspired people to come together. And I think this is a, a real moment that we need to grasp as a as a nation to do better, whether it is on issues directly about reforming police and or it is on um, the front of ensuring that we are creating opportunity and rebuilding communities, that we're training people in terms of implicit bias and de-escalation tactics for, for poli- in police reform realm, or we're creating an affirmative uh, duty to intervene of, of fellow officers, like those three officers that were, that were there who didn't intervene. We can and must take this moment and do better as a nation. And, and I think as we see these demonstrations of people coming together, it gives me uh, great hope that this is that moment, but we cannot make any assumptions. We've got to continue to do the work and hold people accountable and move forward. Okay, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, great to have you here with us on Detroit Today. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Stephen. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk with an emerging voice in the activist community here in Detroit, Tristan Taylor, who is one of the people organizing the protests against police brutality and systemic racism. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Detroit Today.